0: Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowan. Titans fans, no Tennessee Titans game to preview today as your Tennessee Titans are the number one seed in the AFC and have a buy into the second round, but that gives us a good opportunity for a little around the league Friday. First, we're going to take a look at what's going on with the Tennessee Titans division rivals in the AFC South and spoiler alert. It's not looking pretty. Then, I'm going to hand out my NFL awards. Things like MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and of course, Coach of the Year. And then, there are some games being played this weekend. It is super wild card weekend in the NFL. I'm going to go over all the games, tell you who I think will win, and who ultimately will be playing the Tennessee Titans in Round 2. So, all of that on an Around the League Friday on the Locked on Titans podcast. Titans fans, it is a Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. A little around the league Friday, gonna take a look at some of the general news in the NFL, some general items. But we are gonna start with the Tennessee Titans division rivals in the AFC South. There has been a ton of drama surrounding all three teams. I'm just gonna give you guys a little bit of recap of the most recent events. Before we get into that, do gotta thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen to the Locked on Titans podcast, you gotta subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. Also, make sure you check out the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe over there. Smash that notification bell so you know when all of my content goes live. If you're watching on YouTube right now, make sure you hit that thumbs up button. I am going to be putting out daily, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content, not only during the regular season, not only during the playoffs, but all year long. There's not Another Titans content creator that can say that. So make sure that you stay locked into the Locked on Titans podcast all year long. Also, you got to check me out on social media on Twitter at Titans on Facebook at Locked on Titans Pod. But with all that being said, let's dive into this AFC South news and we have to start with the Indianapolis Colts. Man, I don't know if you guys watched that last episode of in-season hard knocks, but uh, Ooh, it got me going it was just really exciting to see all the misery coming out of Indianapolis and things got even more dicey on Thursday when uh Colts general manager Chris Ballard who is clinically overrated by the national media for some reason the national media just slurps up the Indianapolis Colts even though they don't deserve it but alas that's a, a different rant for a different time but on Thursday Chris Ballard made some comments about current Colts quarterback Carson Wentz. He said, "Quote, at the time we felt it was the right decision. I'm not going to make a comment on who is going to be here next year and who is not." Not a very um resounding uh supportive statement for your current quarterback and translation we messed up. <laughs> That's basically what it is. You paid a first round pick for Carson Wentz and you didn't even make the playoffs. He played the whole season. And now you want to get rid of him and find somebody else. An absolute disaster in Indianapolis. So you love to see that. Also, I just want to mention, from watching that episode of Hard Knocks, um, Frank Reich, the Colts head coach, makes a comment, like, it, it's just it just wasn't our year, just not our year. Man, that is a defeatist mindset. It's just not our year. Like, you didn't have anything to do with it. You didn't have any control over it. It just wasn't your year, and the fates didn't allow you guys to get it done. That's a guy who's saying, oh, it's, it's not my fault. You know, it's just not our year. That's what it was. It wasn't anybody's fault. Man, I love hearing that lack of accountability in the Colts locker room. That is just absolutely fantastic. And then the comments about Carson Wentz. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is liking posts on Twitter after the game of memes wishing that they had Andrew Luck back. I mean, I I just love it. It's my favorite song. Uh, Indianapolis Tears. I, I, I would drink them all day long. Moving forward, though, the Houston Texans were in the news on Thursday as well. As they fire head coach David Culley. Now, Cully is not one of the better coaches in the NFL, but winning four games with that Texans roster? I mean, what else do you expect the guy to do? He was basically a patsy. He was basically a sacrificial lamb. The Texans organization is a dumpster fire, quite frankly. Now they're saying that their leading candidate to come in and be the coach is Brian Flores, who Flores is a pretty good coach, but he rubbed everybody the wrong way. In Miami to the point where they didn't care what the record was. They just needed him out of the building. Well, who else could pair perfectly with Jack Easterby in that disaster of a franchise in Houston other than Brian Flores, one of the least liked head coaches in the NFL. I mean, it's just all so perfect. And that wasn't the only firing that happened in Houston. Texans offensive coordinator Tim Kelly, Dennis Kelly's brother, was fired. Insanity. Just true insanity. Tim Kelly was somebody that the Titans tried to hire for offensive coordinator last uh, offseason instead of Todd Downing, but the Texans blocked their interview request so that they couldn't hire him. So in the press conference on Sunday, Mike Vrabel even talked about the comeback attempt from the Texans and said Tim Kelly did a really good job. So obviously, and obviously I'm struggling here, obviously Mike Vrabel has respect for Tim Kelly. Mike Vrabel values Tim Kelly and I got to tell you guys, in the unfortunate event that the Titans lose their first playoff game, I'm firing Todd Downing immediately and hiring Tim Kelly if he's not already hired by the time that happens. I would look for him to maybe go to the Panthers, maybe go to the Vikings as well under a defensive head coach, maybe the Broncos, something like that. Tim Kelly is a good offensive mind in the NFL. We saw what he was dialing up. I even talked about Tim Kelly and gave him credit and Rewatch Wednesday. So um, just a disaster in Houston as we expected and then finally, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they still haven't hired a coach, but all indications are that they're looking at Bill O'Brien. Now, I think Bill O'Brien is a good football coach. The Texans made the uh, won the division four years out of seven chances uh, while he was the head coach. I think he's a good coach, but he's not good with personnel. The guy that they're keeping at GM is Trent Baalke, who I think is terrible. He had terrible relationships in San Francisco. He made a ton of bad decisions in San Francisco. So keeping Trent Baalke around is absolutely fantastic. You do that, Jacksonville. And then you bring in B.O.B., and how long before those guys start clashing and, and, and beating heads? Not very long, in my opinion, so sure. Go that route. Jacksonville will be beautiful. So that's kind of a wrap-up of what's going on with the Titans division rivals in the AFC South. We're going to continue this Around the League Friday by going over my awards for the NFL season. MVP, uh, OPOY, a DPOY, Rookie of the Year on offense and Defense, Coach of the Year, Executive of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, all of that. Now, before we get into it, though, I do want to tell you guys about OnlineGambling.com. Uh, we're all looking for the edge these days and I'd like to thank OnlineGambling.com for sponsoring today's podcast. If you don't already know, OnlineGambling.com is a website dedicated to giving bettors the edge. Throughout the playoffs, they're providing you with the best NFL tips, news, and more to help you make the best bets and the most informed bets ever. The experts at OnlineGambling.com have sent me a challenge. Basically, they want me to put my knowledge to the test and come up with my early Super Bowl prediction. So for my money, I'm going to go with Kansas City against Green Bay. Now, we'll be keeping an eye on this prediction as the playoffs continue, but if you're planning on placing a bet during the playoffs, make sure you head to OnlineGambling.com before you do. OnlineGambling.com gives bettors the edge they need by providing the best and most trusted experience online every day, all day. That includes their OG Tips section, where you'll find their own Super Bowl pick as well as the inside track on how to beat the odds throughout the NFL playoffs. Make sure that you visit OnlineGambling.com NFL for all the latest gambling news, tips, and info to beat the odds and give you the edge you need throughout the playoffs. Remember, that's OnlineGambling.com NFL to make the most of this year's playoffs. Also, Gotta tell all you Titans fans about an incredible app that anybody who buys gas has to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to twenty-five cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or on Google Play right now. And when you do, use the promo code Touchdown, and you're going to get a bonus twenty-five cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to fifty cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump ever again. Get cash back using GetUpside. Download the app for free. Use that promo code, Touchdown, to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. People who drive a lot get up to two, $300 a month in cash back, and here's the thing. There's no catch. The cash back goes right to your GetUpside account, and you can cash out at any time directly to your bank account, a PayPal, or even to an e-gift card like for Amazon. Just download the free... GetUpside app, use that promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN on the free GetUpside app. Titans fans, let's continue this around the league Friday. We're going to talk about some NFL awards, my selections there. We just talked about all the news surrounding the Titans division rivals in the AFC South. Before we get into my awards, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you do stream. Also, I'm getting ready to get into my awards. Drop your awards down in the comments. Who's your MVP and and all the other awards that I'm getting ready to go over. So, with that being said, I'm going to dive right in. And number one, my MVP, and still the MVP, Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. I mean, number one seed in the NFC, best record in the NFL. He was dominant all year long. Uh, probably the most talented or second most talented quarterback I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, he deserves it, quite frankly. There's no way around it. It's not like he had uh, a stellar cast around him all year. They experienced a ton of injuries on the offensive line. They really don't have much outside of uh, Devontae Adams in the way of wide receivers that you would even care about anyways. I mean, Rodgers elevates all those guys and makes them look better. Alan Lazard, uh, Marquise Valdez, Scantling, I mean, even Randall Cobb, who's basically a corpse. Rodgers made him look good this year. So, it's just impossible to deny that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL this year. Now, I got to tell you, my runner-up for MVP, though, would have been Tom Brady. I mean, led the NFL in passing yards. What more do you want from a guy who's 44? They had a ton of upheaval as well, especially at the end of the season. So, Tom Brady would have been my runner-up, but back-to-back years, Got to give it to Aaron Rodgers. As for my offensive player of the year, I'm glad that the tides changed on this one. It does feel good. I'm going with Cooper Cup from the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, had over 140 catches, was close to breaking Michael Thomas's record, had over 1,900 receiving yards, led the NFL in catches, yards, and touchdowns. I mean, what more do you want from a guy? I think Cooper Cup should have been in the MVP conversation. If everybody wanted to fawn, Oh, I got the Vapors over Jonathan Taylor. Then why aren't we talking about Cooper Cup for MVP? I think he should be a top five selection in my opinion. So, Cooper Cup easily for the Offensive Player of the Year award. Basically, what it's becoming is MVP is the best quarterback on the best team. Offensive Player of the Year is the best offensive player who's not a quarterback. So, I'm okay with that though. I really am. I'm okay with that. Now, I do got to say my runner-up for Offensive Player of the Year is Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he went for over 1,800 rushing yards. Uh, he did have a very good season. He's a very talented player. But Cooper Cup to me, definitely is the Offensive Player of the Year. The Defensive Player of the Year, got to be T.J. Watt. He tied Michael Strahan's sack record at 22-and-a-half. Um, he, When he doesn't play, the Steelers' defense is just totally different. So you put up those kind of numbers. Uh, you have that kind of performance. You drag your team to a playoff appearance. Got to give that to T.J. Watt. My second runner-up would be the best defensive player in the NFL Uh, consistently, not just this year, but consistently the last few years. Aaron Donald, who's still had a great year. As for the rookies, offensive rookie of the year. To me, this is cut and dry. I'm not hearing any argument uh, otherwise. It's Jamar Chase. I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? Just uh, slightly behind. Uh, Justin Jefferson's rookie record uh, for receiving yards but I think what adds into it more and there's always a bit of narrative that goes into awards and I think there should be it shouldn't be purely statistically based we got to take context into account for Jamar Chase the everybody said that the Bengals shouldn't pick Jamar Chase at five they should go with Penny Sewell wrong Sewell's a decent player too but wrong obviously uh, everybody was given Jamar Chase grief uh, in the in training camp, in the preseason for his drops. He's been phenomenal. And every time the Bengals need a big play, he's the one who makes it. He's just absolutely incredible already from, from the jump as a rookie. So I know that some people want to give Mac Jones this award. Get out of here. Mac Jones was carried by the coaching, by the defense, by his surrounding weapons. Mac Jones was not that great this year. I think Davis Mills, was a better rookie quarterback than Mac Jones. So, absolutely not entertaining any of that. Jamar Chase should be unanimous Offensive Rookie of the Year with no questions and no doubts. Defensive Rookie of the Year. I just said Jamar Chase is hands down the Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think the Defensive Rookie of the Year conversation is even more set in stone. Micah Parsons. I mean, Micah Parsons might get some votes for Defensive Player of the Year, not even Rookie. He was nuts this year. So, definitely... Uh, Micah Parsons for Defensive Rookie of the Year. My runner-up was Christian Barmore, the defensive tackle uh, from the New England Patriots. For Coach of the Year, I'm going with Zach. Oh, just kidding, guys. You know what I'm doing. Mike Vrabel. And he should be. This isn't anything Homer at all. Mike Vrabel should be the coach of the year. 91 different players on the roster and NFL record. Missing Derrick Henry for a half of a season. 12-5 and five in the number one seed in the AFC. I mean, what more could you want? Mike Vrabel is the coach of the year. Now, I will give uh, Zach Taylor runner-up from the Bengals. But... The Bengals are are getting plenty of love in uh, these awards from me because the executive of the year for me is Duke Tobin from the Cincinnati Bengals. He signed Chidobe Awuzie. He signed Trey Hendrickson, who has been nuts this year. He's been awesome as an edge rusher. He drafted Jamar Chase when everybody was clowning them and telling them to take an offensive lineman. He said, no, I'm getting Jamar Chase, the guy who lines up with Burrow. And look where the Bengals are. They've gone from the number 5 overall pick in the draft to a home playoff game and winning their division. Duke Tobin deserves to be the executive of the year, Cincinnati Bengals. And comeback player of the year, I know there's a lot of Bengals here, but it's Joe Burrow. I mean, he tore his ACL last year to come back and do what he's done this year. He's essentially been a top-five quarterback. Some people are saying he deserves some MVP votes, and I can't say that they're completely wrong. So, Joe Burrow going from a torn ACL halfway through the year in the fifth overall pick in the draft to leading this team to a division title and maybe getting some MVP votes. It's Joe Burrow over Dak Prescott. So, those are my NFL awards. Let me know your guys' picks down in the comments. And we are going to move forward and talk about Super Wild Card Weekend. Talk about who I think is going to win these important Wild card matchups. Before we get into those, do want to tell you guys about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot to bet all your favorite sports in 2022. It's a new year and BetOnline.ag has a new updated desktop and mobile website. Go there, sign up today, and use the promo code LOCKEDON. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit. So whether it be the NFL playoffs. Or even pro or college basketball. Hockey, boxing, UFC. Even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers. That BetOnline.ag has for you. BetOnline. Where the game starts. Also got to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bars in the galaxy. From our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar. But it tastes like a candy bar. And it's possible. That it's even better than a candy bar. There are built Bar flavors that I've had that are better than some candy bars that I've had. Like a Milky Way. Ew. A hundred grand? Ew. I would rather eat a Bilt Bar over those any day of the week. Especially my favorite flavors. Like the salted caramel. The peanut butter brownie. The cookies and cream. Here's the thing. They got a ton of different flavors to choose from. All the bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. I could go on about the taste. All day long. But they are healthy for you as well. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. If your New Year's resolutions include getting in better shape and eating healthier, you have to incorporate Built Bar into your plan. So make sure that you go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Titans fans, let's cap off this Around the League Friday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast by taking a look at Super Wild Card Weekend, what games are being played this weekend, how do I think they'll go, who do I think will win, and ultimately, who do I think the Tennessee Titans will be facing next weekend. We're going to get into all of that before we do, want to remind you guys or thank you guys again. For making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Ask for your second listen. I told you guys about online gambling.com. I told you guys about betonline.ag. Now I want to tell you about locked on bets. So here's what you do: you get your gambling advice and check out the OG tips from online gambling.com. Then you go to the Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert, Lee Sterling. You take both those pieces of information together, and then you go to betonline.ag and place your wager. So make sure you check out the Locked On Bets podcast presented by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. But we talked about the AFC South. We did my NFL awards. Let's talk about these games. So on Saturday, the first game is the Cincinnati Bengals hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. And, Honestly, I'm telling you guys, I'm hoping that the Raiders win that game. But I think the Bengals win that game. The Bengals are hot. Uh, I I like what they got going. They got a pretty decent defense. Great weapons on offense. A really good quarterback. I think Joe Burrow is better than uh, Derek Carr. At the end of the day, that's what it really comes down to at some point for me. So, I'll take the better quarterback. I'll take the better roster. I'm going with the Bengals in that game. The next game, Saturday night. Patriots at Buffalo Bills, and here is my upset. I think the Patriots beat the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they played twice already this year, split the series, but the weather in Buffalo is going to be very, very cold. It's going to be windy. There's going to be precipitation. And the last time that these two teams played a game like that, the Patriots really put it on them. The Buffalo Bills are not good at running the ball. They're not good at stopping the run. And when we get into playoff time, those things really, really matter a lot. So give me the Patriots in that game. And by the way, if you are somebody who wants to gamble, the Patriots are uh, four-point underdogs right now. Give me Bill Belichick and those points against Buffalo. Love that. On Sunday, the first game, Tampa Bay against Philadelphia. I'm not even going to play around with this one. Tampa Bay is going to win that game. It may be closer than people expect. I mean, Philly right now is like a nine-point dog. I I like the points in that one, but I think Tampa Bay is going to find a way to win the game. Again, Tom Brady over Jalen Hurts. It's really that simple for me. Um, And I know that I went with Mac Jones over Josh Allen, but the equation there is Bill Belichick, the best football coach of all time. So, yeah, anyways. Moving forward. The next game on the slate on Sunday afternoon is the Dallas Cowboys against the San Francisco 49ers. I went back and forth on this one, and I got to tell you, I, if I was betting on the game, I love the 49ers getting some points here, but I think Dallas ultimately finds a way to win the game at home. I mean, I really do like the 49ers, though. I, I don't want to um, make it seem like I'm super com- confident and comfortable with Dallas. I do I, I, I think Dallas wins, but the 49ers have a really good team as well. Love Kyle Shanahan, but I'm going to take Dak Prescott over Jimmy Garoppolo. And then to cap off Sunday night, it's the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me a break, folks. Kansas City may win by 100. So Kansas City's winning that game. And then Monday night, Monday night wildcard game. I would be pissed, though. If I was the Rams or the Cardinals and I won that game and had to play a divisional round playoff game on a short week, that's not fair, man. That's dumb. That's not fair. It should be three games Saturday, three games on Sunday, and if you won on either of those days, you should play on that day the next week. I it just I would not be very happy about that if I was the Rams or the Cardinals. But at the end of the day, Sean McVay has gone to a Super Bowl. Cliff Kingsbury His team chokes every year at the end of the year and plays their worst football. I am not trusting Cliff Kingsbury for anything. Give me Sean McVay and the Rams. So, with all of that, if it plays out that way, that means in the second round, we would have your Tennessee Titans at home against the New England Patriots. Oh, I'd be licking my chops for that rematch, guys. That would just absolutely play perfectly into the Titans' hands. And then Cincinnati would go to Kansas City, which I think would just be an excellent game, an excellent rematch. That's what the NFL wants put New England and the Titans against each other, that hard-nosed matchup, and then have the two explosive offenses duke it out in Kansas City. That is good television. And then you'd have the Rams against the Green Bay Packers. I think Green Bay would win that game. You'd have Dallas at Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay would win that game. So then you'd have the Titans versus Kansas City, Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. That's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. So hopefully it does work out that way. Either way, I'm going to be back with you guys on Sunday uh, evening for the YouTube crowd, Monday morning for the podcast crowd, breaking down exactly what happened in the games that have been played so far. I won't have the results of the NFC game on Monday night when I record that, obviously, but uh, we are going to do a mailbag Monday since there isn't a game to break down. You want to send in your comments, do that as a five star review on Apple iTunes or send them to me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. I try to keep track of the questions. Sometimes I lose a couple. If I lose your question, I don't do it. Just let me know. I'll find a way to do it the next time we have a mailbag, which we do a mailbag every single week during the offseason. So plenty of time to get in those questions, and I appreciate you guys sending those in. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. Hope you guys all have a fantastic weekend. Super wild card weekend. I am so freaking hyped for playoff football. I live for this stuff, man. Woo! Let's go. That's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Roland, and this was Locked On Titan.